1: Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two show times at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw, Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep tour with Crowder at Venando Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Venando Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all of these shows at Ticketmaster.com. Here's what's happening at DeVos Place, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March second through the fifth in downtown GR, and the Ultimate Sports Show March 9th through the eleventh at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the huge show across Michigan are presented by vanando Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the huge show across Michigan. Billy, the last day, I think. Well, the last weekday of his vacation in Florida uh, as his uh, tour of golf courses in Mar-a-Lago continues. That's exciting. You know, I can't wait to uh, listen Monday to hear all about his adventures when he joins us or when he is back on the HUGE show. And that means the B team has to leave. And that would be me, Eric Zane. Brad Hayes will still be here, but he is uh, the third uh, the th- part of this whole arrangement, I guess. I don't know why I can't talk. And uh, Jeff
3: Risden, how are you, Jeff? Uh, I'm enjoying the last day in the studio with you, Eric. It's been it's been a fun week. Oh, I, I love this. It, it's uh, been great. It's been very enjoyable.
2: I like, uh, I like I've like always loved doing the radio. I'm not one of these guys who, uh, when I went off to podcasting, because nobody likes me, uh, that I was like, oh, I'm done with the radio. I'm never going back to radio. No, if I get an opportunity to come back to radio, it's like, you better believe I'm going to be here with bells on.
3: Absolutely. Anytime that, that Bill needs me in, I'm going to come in. And if you're here, if you ever need me in, just give, give me a back oh, yeah. and call.
2: Well, now Just, it's worthy of fit. I think, well, I mean, personally, I feel that this has gone so well with the three of us trying to combine our forces to uh, match the energy of Bill that we
3: can be a solid backup going forward as a group. I like it. The The solid backup quarterback, you always need a number two goaltender that can step in and a moment's notice. These things are important. And, we're uh, we we're Sean that. Hill. Absolutely.
2: Uh is that his name? Yeah. Seems he, like he, every time he stepped in he had something going on. He was a good
3: him. one. The, the Lions actually need a number 2 quarterback right now. So we're there on the look at as Bill might be for a number 2. We we can be that number 2.
2: Exactly. Uh, Brad, go ahead and tell us about a career retrospective of Sean Hill. Tell us what you thought about his career. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you.
3: He was the backup quarterback when Matthew Stafford first arrived. Actually, a little before that, so he sort of predated him. Okay, Um, you're picking up on that. I got you now.
2: Well, there you go. And we have a a lot of ground to cover on the show because it was an eventful uh, 24 hours. Uh, We talked about a lot of things that would be happening last night. Uh, And uh, it it went down as you had Michigan marching into Rutgers in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey. A very
3: fantastic defensive team. And uh, they come away with a win. They did, and they did not look good early. I turned on the game, and it was—I think it was eleven to two Rutgers. And I stayed with it for a while. And Michigan got very close to being back to it. And then I went to bed. I'm old. I'm tired. No, I got to get up I'm at five you. in the morning, I'm so. With you. I woke up and I saw that Michigan won, I believe it was 56 to 45? Close 50, uh, 58-45. 58-45. That's, that's a very impressive defensive showing because Rutgers, they are a defensive team, but, uh, they do have some guys that can put, put the ball in the basket. They didn't put the ball in the basket last night against Michigan. And, uh, the fact that, you know, just, just watching that win, again, they, as Anthony Broom told me earlier this week when when I interviewed him, uh, from the Wolverine.com, they need to get to 19. They're now at 16. One more step towards getting towards the tournament. They, look, it's, it's still extremely unlikely that they'll get there. That's a good win. Rutgers is a team that uh, is, is above them in the standings. And that Anytime you can do that on the road uh, in Piscataway, wherever that might be in New Jersey, uh, that, that's a good win.
2: Uh, next up, you've got Wisconsin, who, you know, a similar scenario. Oh boy, to
3: the that. last Michigan-Wisconsin game was dreadful to watch. Hopefully this one is a little bit more entertaining. That's a Sunday game. And like you said,
2: if so, if they get three wins, that's not a for sure thing that they'll
3: get into the tournament. Right? Yeah. They'll, they'll still need some help. They'll need some other bubbles to burst, but uh, they, they still have some hope. Had they lost last night, all hope was gone. All right. Great slipknot album, by the way. What is it? What, what's the album called? Slipknot. All hope is gone. So is that Corey Taylor? Yes, it is. You know,
2: what's interesting about that is about six months ago, um, He uh, was coming into town. You probably went to that show. I missed it, but I wanted to go badly. (laughs) I get an email out of the blue uh, that says Corey Taylor is working. um, He's doing a charitable thing with a local organization to raise money for uh, first responders. Yeah. And um, people pay like a hundred bucks. You get to meet him and see him. And and so they said, do you want to interview Corey Taylor? Now, I know he's ultra famous, but I don't know the first thing about the guy. And but we spent about half an hour and it was fantastic. He's a very smart guy. Oh, dude. And it uh I, I became a fan of everything Corey Taylor
3: except his singing. So he does he does the clean singing and the growl singing. Yeah. His clean singing is fantastic. He does a cover of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac that's incredible. It's fantastic. But when he gets into the growl, I can I can see why people would be repelled by that. Isn't he a part of another band? Stone Sour. Stone Sour. That's the one I was yeah, thinking of. That's a little bit more um, uh, mainstream. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you think I should give him more of a chance? I mean, I, I can feel like, you know, listening to you talking about some of these bands, this, this, I mean, it would be kind of cool if I suddenly started trying to enjoy this. <laughs> uh,
3: Slipknot's probably a little extreme. Stone Sour would be like their mainstream radio. You will hear them on on rock radio uh they have a lot of a lot of good songs the wings win oh my Woo-hoo! God
2: break up the wings uh we spent a good portion of the week a couple of segments with uh, Paul woods previewing that game and Then Darren McCarty. he was absolutely outstanding as he always is yes he was and uh they the Rangers had no chance in this game
3: this game was over almost before it started so uh, I, I did peek in on this one a few times uh, I had to pirate the the signal but
2: is that what you do yeah, like uh, the old days when we try to
3: descramble the cable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there, All we, right. we have our we have our methods of watching things that we can't normally watch.
2: Cop, Zadina, Rasmussen, and uh, Ronick on the wild card score uh, big. That Zadina scores because he's you know they've been trying to get that guy going. So uh, uh, awesome! In fact, as of right now, if the
3: playoffs were to begin, the Red Wings would be in. They are the last seed. They get they moved up. That's fantastic. From where they were at like Christmas time to now, that's an incredible surge. It, it, as as Darren McCarty said yesterday, it's it's somewhat analogous to the way that the Lions finished the season. Yeah, surging up, you know, after a midseason, like early season, people were like, we're back to the dead wings," and now the promise is is taking shape. They're they're playing really smart hockey.
2: Isn't that something that a coach says to the players? It's Not how you start, boys. It's how you finish.
3: I can see Scotty Bowman yelling that at people. Okay. So, well, they're finishing strong. So, in the wild card as of right
2: now, tomorrow, Tampa, a team that's also ahead of them. But, I mean, it seems like um, they can beat
3: just about anybody these days. They're playing confident. And as McCarty said, they have figured out their system. And the guys that fit in the system are playing more and playing better.
2: Uh, The big news, though, I mean, no one really cares about that because the Pistons got their 15th win of the year. How many games have they played? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. That's their 60th game. All right. And they have uh, now they're inching their way to, well, they're okay. Going into the game, they were, um, let's see. No, I take it back. That was their 16th win of the year. They now move to sixteen and forty five. There's only a handful of there's a handful of teams that are worse than them in the league. But they beat Orlando one hundred eight to one hundred six. In fact, I'm looking at the uh, uh, conference standings.
3: Isn't Orlando one of the teams that's worse than them? I know they're not good. I don't know their exact record. Uh, I'm not sure. I know Let's Houston see. is worse. Although I was at the one Pistons yeah. game I've been to this year was the the, the Rockets in, in LCA, and the Rockets came away with a win. And the only redeeming fact about that was was that Boban sits at the end of the Rockets bench and was very interactive with those of us sitting right behind the Rockets. Oh, bench. okay. Fantastic yeah. guy. That's Fantastic. Wonderful. Watching him work out for half an hour before the game because he knew he wasn't going to play was a massive treat for my son and myself. It was it was great.
2: That's cool. And I know you and your son are way into basketball, so that's awesome to see. No, actually, the uh, Magic, um, they're ahead of the Pistons. The Magic are 18 games. Um, from the top of the division 18 games back and the Pistons right behind at 28 games back Ooh, wow I guess I was way off so there. They, they might be making a run at some point I don't understand how a team can for years and years do so well and in, 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 uh, solid well for what we think is solid draft picks and then nothing really comes together at any one point there, there hasn't really been any real flashes of of anything positive at any one point uh since this uh, uh stretch has been going on. Yeah,
3: all we, we all thought that the Troy Weaver era would go better than it has so far. And I don't I don't think people are out on Troy Weaver yet, but you can kind of sense like, come on man, can we can we at least get over the two fifty mark? Right. <laughs> it's
2: devastating um I also know that uh we're gonna talk about this next segment, but uh, our very own Jeff Risden here has been writing and I see a couple of fantastic articles uh articles that we must break down we can do that. And uh so we're going to get to that. They include an update on Michael Brockers and they include an up, an update on Jamal Williams. Yes. And uh I'm one of those stories is I I'm really excited about. Good. So I'm looking forward to I that. I can guess which one that is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the other one's kind of sad a little bit. A little bit little bit misty-eyed maybe. A little bit sentimental, yeah. But uh gentlemen, we uh, wrapped up here uh yesterday after another successful show despite um some issues in the restroom which i'm not going to talk about <laughs> if you did want to know you'd have to go back to yesterday's show that and brett you of course posted the podcast yeah it's uh, at the end of the four o'clock hour okay yeah it's a it's um it's kind of like Voldemort. we won't actually speak it it's just it's there you know yeah but we had to tell that story Absolutely we did. I told it in a much more graphic sense on my podcast today. You know, I, it was a test uh telling of the story the first time we told it. Did, did it, it go, go better the second time then? Well it was still just as embarrassing. Okay. But it you know You were able to get into more graphic detail. Oh yeah. It's, Your podcast tends to glean that way. It's horrible. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. And I, I'm I'm very uh upset with humanity that people actually listen to it. It it tells me that uh, I, I'm kind of like I've made a deal with the devil on that stupid thing, and I can't stop doing it. Right. Um, but, no, we finished up the podcast or the uh, radio show. I went downstairs, and uh, I'm lucky because uh, the brass here at the radio station, you know, like on your car, you have that uh, home link that opens up your garage doors yeah. and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, they it was weird. It was a big radio cut where they took away free parking for everybody. And so now... Yes, yes they did. It's the first time in radio that they've ever cut something, you know? (laughs) But uh, it it does happen from time to time, guys. It does indeed. So I was informed, hey, uh, no more parking over at Studio C a half mile away. It's, you know, it's a bad deal, Eric Zane. So no more parking for you. And I said, well, you know... um, is there something you can do to help me? Perhaps is there anything we can do? Maybe some type of voucher? I don't know. Uh, a free Jimmy John's? Anything? <laughs> they said we got just the thing for you. We're going to give you this. It's a garage door opener, and it's golden, and it's got uh, it's bedazzled, and only a few people can handle it. They said we're going to give you the opener. Go down to your car, press your home link button, and then press this opener, and then you get the garage pass to this magic place wow it's like uh you know uh, nine and uh, three quarters or whatever hogwarts when you're going on the hogwarts express it's you like these harry potter that's references the second one this segment that's embarrassing Man. i found the spot you push the button you go in down a ramp it's like the bat cave and then voila it's an abundance of parking but what they didn't do is they didn't say to me there are specific spots that you cannot park Uh, Oh, And I I, for one year, I've been just open spot. I go in it. I thought it was all I heart people in this parking lot. So this parking lot, this garage, you go underground, you park your car. And then I'm not kidding you. There is an underground. uh, Have you ever seen this? It's underground tunnel that goes underneath Ottawa. Yes. And then it emerges at 77 Monroe Center. Yes. And the next thing you know, you're doing a radio show.
3: It's a magical place. I have never personally been in there but yeah. i have i've i've heard legend of it okay
2: and then so like when i go when i do the show with bill we drop down on the elevator he gets off at one and then he walks out he goes aren't you coming with me i go no i've got the magic parking spot and he goes how did you get that i go i'm not telling you <laughs> you just did so then uh <laughs> i uh I, I then go down into the through the tunnel and then bill's walking down the street like a chump and then i blow my horn at him and say ah there you go yeah get your steps in big guy and then that's it but I go down there yesterday, and I get in my car, and there's a note under the windshield wiper. Oh, that's never good. I go, huh, what's that? And I go, well, obviously someone else from the radio station is, wants to say something. And it says, this is not your spot. Don't ever park here again. Now... That, those are some strong words, Brett. That's fairly clear. Oh, yeah. So someone is very upset. Now, it's at this point that I'm always at a crossroads. Right decision, wrong decision. Now, I started to make the wrong decision, and then I reversed course and made the right decision. And in that wrong decision, I was writing, I got a pen, and I was going to write a terrible thing underneath that. And uh, make it visible so that whoever has spot number two is going to pull in and see my response. Everything okay over there, Brett? We getting in trouble? No? Good? You just enjoying the story? We're we're good. Um,
4: phones li- Phone lines have been blowing up. Okay, good. All right. All right, good. Uh, you have been saying that the Pistons won last night. And they did not win last night.
2: <laughs> Hold on a second. That's what I'm being told. Well, you see that's an old radio trick, Brad. Oh, is it? You gotta that's how you get the guys to call. <laughs> okay. That's
4: well, I'm just
3: going by what Risden sent me. I thought I saw they uh, lost they lost one well, oh eight to one oh six. For God's sake, Jeff, you're right. Hey, look at what Jeff wrote. Yeah, I did write read, that. Read the great one. You re, yep. Read it out loud, Pistons. Brad. Okay, wings win, Wolverines win, Pistons win, yeah. Lions cut Brockers. Yep. That was that was my notes to the show. So that, that, you can blame me on that one, and I don't know why I saw that. I must have transposed the Hey, that's okay. It That's okay. Just looking up on it. You're not that.
2: perfect. I am not. And nor that's am correct. I. That's and correct. I thank those audience members. Yes, especially since I did that whole big thing about the Pistons, which now is is <laughs> it doesn't apply.
3: It does not apply. Maybe they'll beat Toronto tomorrow. Probably not, but maybe. Figures I'm sure are still available for that. That game's NLCA. We're
2: quibbling over details. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway. (laughs) So the note says, Don't park here again. And I grabbed the note and I wrote something horrible. And then I said, No, I'm not going to do that. And I I bailed on it and I reached out to the boss. And I said, Hey, you got a second? He says, Yeah. And I'm driving home. I go, Hey, um, and that parking uh, are those assigned parking spots there's places I cannot park and he says yeah i go which ones can i not park in oh boy and he says well the ones that say i heart those are fine if it doesn't say i heart you can't park they go well i definitely parked in one that didn't say i heart i had no idea i've never noticed okay so, for whatever reason, that happened. I go, well, hey, um, somebody's mad. And I assumed it was a person from the radio station. I go, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, and he goes, well, where were you? We? And I told him I was in number
3: two. And he goes, oh, that's the lawyer. And I go, well, oh, that's, no. That's the lawyer. That's the last one you want to park Right. In. So,
2: and I'm like, well, is this the company lawyer? He goes, no, no. Now, I don't know what type of law. But uh well, so it's not traffic, <laughs> exactly, so what I was I then um was the plan was before I came here, go to Hobby Lobby and get a poster board and uh, make a glitter sign that said, "Princess Parking only," and put it right there so that <laughs> the fragile princess wouldn't you know i mean that's a great troll right is yes. that is that yes it is that uh, would definitely send a message and that wasn't actually my idea one of my audience members on the podcast came up with the
3: idea and i was like oh this is great that, that's quite smart and the fact that he wouldn't know that it's you because unless he knows and ran your license plate it's just some some schmuck that's parked in my spot i don't know exactly who exactly is. Uh, yeah. by the, uh by the way pistons lost <laughs> yes they, yes they did thank you for updating me
2: <laughs> um but, again, I did not do that. I did not do that. And then um, my uh, podcast sleuth audience actually found the guy. Like him. I was going to call him. <laughs> 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 but, again, I did not. What, is this not the most mature thing ever? You're turning over new leafs. I like now, it. I don't know if, I, uh, if all those great decisions I made are now destroyed by breaking this down on the show. But, I mean, in theory, I mean, in, or in reality, I didn't do anything really wrong intentionally. Brett, what do, you, what do you think about this? No, I don't think you did intentionally, no. I'm glad you stopped yourself, though. What about this whole dynamic happening now in between the story of the Pistons losing and winning? Is this okay, do you think? Everything's great. Because I'm very uh, uh, nervous about getting someone in trouble here because I don't
4: technically work here. Only person you're going to get in trouble is yourself. What what, what the hell? I mean, I get fired all the time. It's (laughs) like, yeah, fire me, bring me back. I don't care. Well, you do technically work for iHeart, though, so. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, it's not like I said
3: anything bad about whoever this person is. They didn't reveal who they are. I just, you know. It's not an iHeart employee. It's that you've smited. Yeah. I can you imagine and you you smited him out of ignorance you legitimately
2: did not know. Can you imagine if the guy who has that parking spot is Joel Langloy
3: from the Delta Deltaplex? <laughs> oh my
4: god. You that, guys are cool though, aren't you?
2: That, yeah, I know.
3: But that, that would be that would be worthy of tuning into your podcast for Russ a couple Hines. of days. It's Russ yeah. Hines parking spot.
2: He's not a lawyer. That's stupid.
3: <sighs> I would tune into your podcast and and loop that one. That would be must-listen. Now, look,
2: that was unfortunate, and that is the end of that. Um, but it wasn't five minutes later That's something that I'm not going to talk about right now, but I will later, that was even more monumental in ridiculousness than all of that. Okay? That's going to be interesting to okay, hear. So, now listen to me. Don't I, tell me what it is on oh, no, air no, either. I'm, I'm not going to tell you here. anything. In fact, I teased it with Brett, and I said, Brett, after that, I interacted with someone who everyone uh, in the world knows someone who is ultra famous. And I had a, a face-to-face interaction with this person and especially people will know who this person is um, who listen to this radio station. And, and I, I'm not even BSing here. This is an ultra famous person. And I saw this person doing something that probably what I say, Brett, maybe five, 10 people in, in all of humanity have ever seen this person do. Sound good? Yeah, you said five. Okay. Five people. Wow. And what I want to do, because I have four excellent commissioner's seats to the Griffins hockey game tonight. Center ice, about 10, 15 rows up, four in a row. I will send them to you either through email or your text if you win this. We must play 20 questions to find out who this person is, Brett. Okay wow well, you, you seem skeptical well with callers maybe yeah oh come on now all right let's do it 20 questions now if you're listening you have to listen to the other questions and answers to be able to narrow it down that's how 20 questions works right, right. Boys? you
3: can't just keep asking is it bigger than a bread box right so i i
2: this is a friday
3: show everybody's a little loosey-goosey Brett's probably... It's the end of the week. The sun's out. It's a beautiful day. You got a great game coming tonight. Brett smells like cannabis. We're good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks. All right.
2: So that will be later on. In the next segment, though, Jeff Risen's been writing away, and I can't wait to discuss what he's (laughs) been writing on Lionswire. It's Brett... Right over there, I see him. Jeff right there. Myself, Eric Zane. And this is The Huge Show across Michigan.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
1: To Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February 27th.
2: This is Seth Freakin' Rollins
1: time, baby. See United States champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, VOC, AJ Styles, Carlos and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com Hey Michigan let's go big I'm Herman Moore Lions All-Pro wide receiver and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app eagle casino and sports sign up now and get up to fifteen hundred dollars that's right we'll match your first two deposits for up to fifteen hundred dollars plus 100 free spins eagle casino and sports made in michigan made for michigan must be 21 or older in michigan to play Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th annual Grand Rapids-Griffin's Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffin's Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports
2: Network. Huge Show across Michigan. We've already made a change to the plan. What started as 20 questions to win a four-pack of uh, commissioner seats, Griffins hockey tickets at Van Andel Arena for tonight has morphed into Stump the Show later on. What we'll do is uh, we'll put our heads together, Brett being the most formidable of all of us. Absolutely. And you will call in with a question, one question only, and try to stump the show. If we cannot come up with the answer of your question, you will win those tickets. No minutia. I mean, we got to gotta, gotta be fair in this. You can't
3: say, hey, you know. You can't ask us about, like, special wood insects that come from yeah, Japan or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. We don't need that. Trivia questions. Stuff that when you're
2: playing Trivial Pursuit, you got a puncher's chance to get. You when want to do doubt,
4: like sports trivia uh, questions or just normal trivia? What do you think?
3: Yeah. Uh, we are a sports show. Right. So, think, yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, well, let's, let's do let's that. There yeah. we down. Right, no bowling, right. though. Bowling's out. <laughs> Stump the show sports trivia right here on yeah. the huge show. For for some great tickets for tonight, absolutely. Don't don't call in and try to win if you can't use the tickets. That's a great thing to say because
2: sometimes they win. Oh yeah, hey thanks. You know, use them. No. Um, all right. <laughs> Article. Okay. Let's go with the most recent one that I saw about a
3: uh, a move the Lions have made. Uh, you can see this on Lions Wire with Jefferson. Yes, you can. They have officially terminated the contract of defensive tackle, defensive end Michael Brockers. He was the only player on the team over thirty last year. Don't trust anybody over thirty. They embraced that, and they have now cut him, and now they don't have a single player over thirty on the Detroit Lions roster. Um, What's he? So he wasn't incredibly effective this year. He was a healthy scratch in eleven of the last twelve weeks. So he just he just didn't didn't contribute in the way that they needed to. They saved ten million dollars in the salary cap by cutting him. No brainer move. It was expected. Um, the timing is a little. Earlier than what we expected, but it was an expected move. So,
2: does a move like that start to set the stage
3: for drafts? Absolutely. Um, this is more, and this is actually more for free agency because this is freeing up money. And if the Tennessee Titans cut four guys the other day, among them former Michigan tackle Taylor Lewan, uh, who has been injured a lot lately, uh, they saved I think twelve million dollars doing that. This is where you're freeing up money so you can go sign people when free agency opens in mid March. And that's that's what they're doing. They're clearing cap room so they know exactly how much money they can go shopping with to sign people outside the building and also keep people inside the building.
2: Well with a dude like that, you're looking for someone to bolster the depth of that position, right? I mean this is not a start he
3: wasn't starting, he rarely played. Yeah, they they he did start when he first came here from Los Angeles in twenty twenty one, uh but uh it just he just wasn't a great fit. Uh he got he got blown past on the depth chart by several players. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see if he wants to keep playing or not. He, he's now 32, uh, hasn't exactly played all that well. Um, It'll be interesting to see if there's a market for him.
2: Uh, you can follow Jeff at the Lions Wire on Twitter to read all about this and anything else that he's writing. Is there anything else that you have to write today?
3: Uh, I'm actually writing it now. So before I came in here and and for quite a while. I was on a conference call with about 100 other people with uh, NFL Network draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah. And he talked uh, for a good 90 minutes, and then I got into the studio and I'm like, I can't listen anymore, i got to cut it off. Uh, But answering questions in advance of the the combine. So I am taking, and and I have it right here, the three top notes from the Daniel Jeremiah press conference call that matter to the Lions. Uh, And once I get the transcript of the call, because I'm not going to go sit through and listen to that all the way again, I will have that. It'll probably be up, be up tomorrow, but I will finish writing that tonight. My God, how do you have the energy to do all this stuff? It's not easy.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're talking, uh, okay, so you, you, you get up, and it's all it's this all day. Pretty much, yeah. So are we talking 10-plus hours a
3: day, every day, uh, researching, writing, researching, writing? Most, most days are between 8 and 12 hours. Oh, my God. But I, I, I do preface that by saying, I am someone, I am incredibly uncomfortable when I'm not working. I just, I I... I don't chill well. That's okay, probably the best way to say it. Yeah,
2: you seem a little hyper. I
3: li- yeah, I like, that, I like yeah. it though. Yeah, I, you I, know, I, I drink a lot of coffee then I switch to beer. Or yeah, you're, you're brings
2: you down. You're 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 not an annoying hyper. Well, thank you. I hope I I'm not. I know I'm hyper. I'm not annoyed by you. Okay, good. All right, thank you. Um the other <laughs> thing I saw which is a lot more fun and that is um about
3: Jamal Williams. Yeah. Those of you who like Jamal Williams, who miss hearing Jamal Williams, tune in next Sunday on the NFL Network, and he will be doing commentary on the NFL's app for the Combine and the running backs that are running in Indianapolis. He's go- He and Packers running back Aaron Jones, their best friends, they were drafted together, they were teammates for a while, are going to cover the Combine and, and what's happening on the field. And uh, both of those guys are... Uh, Well, Jamal is just an incomparable personality. Aaron Jones is a really dry, funny guy. Um, I know he plays for the Packers and people don't like him. He's a a good talker. So uh, it's it's worth your while to tune into that. If you're going to be watching guys running in their underwear, you might as well have Jamal Williams commenting on it.
2: Well, uh, I tell you what, whenever there's a uh, he's mic'd up, or he does anytime he opens his mouth something interesting happens
3: he's a phenomenal human being oh yeah I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all in on Jamal Williams 100 we're all hoping that he comes back to Detroit uh he's, he's technically a free agent I, I don't think he's going to look hard elsewhere but we'll find out but that's one of the that's another reasons why they would cut Michael Brockers and so they have money to sign Jamal Williams depending on how much they want to give him.
2: Well, I'm stoked about that, especially, you know, that, that culmination at the end of the year when he did that crazy thing on the introduction for the Packers game. He's talking about something to do with uh,
3: anime or yeah. whatever it was. Yes. I don't know anime at all, but he's oh. he's very into it. Oh, my gosh, is
2: he into it? It's fantastic. So I, I'm a big Williams fan. Uh, bummer about Brockers, but life goes on. That's, that's life in the NFL. Yep. I mean, for crying out loud. It mind. was expected, so. Okay, um, something coming up that's uh, extra special, something for you to do this weekend. The 17th Annual Winter Beer Fest happens at LMCU Ballpark, and Bill has teamed up with these folks from Experience GR and the Michigan Brewers Guild. He was going to fly back and do the interview, but we said, no, we want to do it. We need to talk. We've to, got this. Yes, Kate Leo and Scott Graham are going to join us on the show. They're coming up next. It's Brett, it's Jeff, it's me. This is The Huge Show across Michigan.
0: Everything huge, 24 7 at TheHugeshow.net.
5: Life as a grown up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess
1: Go to mrcarwash.com.
4: The Winery Dogs live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m. live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, The Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tool info, check out thewinerydogs.com.
1: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards up to $5,000 cash every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m. Play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete news and details.
2: Welcome back to the huge show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Resden filling in for Bill Simonson. Brett doing an amazing job, as always. So glad you are with us and the show. And something fun to do this weekend, Jeff Risden. Are you seeing this? this is the 17th
3: annual Winter Beer Fest. What do you think of that? I am ready to go get my beer drinking on.
2: Yeah, I, I, as soon as you saw that we were going to be talking with Kate Lido and Scott Graham, you're like,
3: hey, this sounds fun. And, I, and, I like this. And you know what? I happen to have the time off on Saturday from, from 1 to 6. I can get there, there to the Ballpark. So I, I'm excited. I, I might I might meet these folks in person this weekend. That'd be great.
2: As I mentioned, Kate Lido is the associate VP of Marketing for Experience GR. Hello to you, Kate. Hello. Good to, good to have you here. And we have Scott Graham, the executive director of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Hi, Scott, how are you?
5: I'm doing great. Thanks. Good to be with you. And yeah, we're looking forward to some really nice outdoor beer drinking weather on Saturday. So I think I think you're right. You should make a plan to head on over to the LMCU ballpark. So
2: I want to say this early and late and maybe a few times in between. Um you can get tickets in advance, like as we're talking about it right now, when you go to M I Beer, M I B E E R dot com. And uh, that'll cost you sixty bucks a pop, uh, or you can get them at the door for seventy dollars. Now, for these sixty or seventy dollars, what are they going? To, what are they going to get for that, guys?
5: Well, I will preclude that with um, tickets. Will likely be available on the day of, as you mentioned. They do cost more, and we have a, a finite number of tickets planned. Um, if they do all sell in advance, which they have many years in okay. the past. Uh, they won't be available at the gate, but I think they will. Um, mm-hmm. But the point being, get together with your flat friends, make a plan, go to MIbeer.com and get the tickets. Uh, that includes uh, 15 tokens that are good for 3-ounce beer samples, entry to the event. Uh, there's live entertainment. We do have... Uh, Scattered fires throughout the event, but it's really a, a great big celebration of togetherness and fresh, tasty local beer. So it's great people watching. It's a ton of fun if you are an experienced um craft beer drinker. There are lots of things that are just brought to this event or new beers from a brewery. But it's really cool if you haven't really been to local breweries much or just discovering it because there's so many things to try. And even if you think you don't like beer, there are fruity beers, sour beers, so many things. It's hard to imagine. There are hundreds of different beers. So it's really a, a fun event and the, the best part is probably just um the vibe and the folks people are happy they're friendly they're just enjoying each other's company and having a beer
3: and it does look like we're going to get some some favorable weather to enjoy this being outdoors and you said you're going to have the fires scattered about to help keep people warm and have like a campfire type of of atmosphere to it so i am a craft beer drinker i am an enthusiast and i, I will add i don't drink ipas and I think a lot of people uh, draw the line where, like, oh, craft beer, it has to be an IPA. It has to take, like, taste like you're licking a pine tree. Beer doesn't have to be like that, does it?
5: <laughs> no, not at all. There are lots of beers that are more malty or sweet um, or sour. So there are a lot of dark beers and lighter beers, too, um, that that aren't necessarily real bitter. I mean, a, a good old amber ale is something that is sometimes underappreciated or a porter or a stout hmm yeah
2: okay excellent and uh and that's all good so that's uh that's perfect for you there jeff it kate, is kate leto uh from experience gr these folks do amazing things to promote the city and fun things going on and you want to talk about something going on uh about the beer scene in gr and the i guess the beer city is a is it a Bruce Seder passport
6: You've got it, yeah. So um, many know Grand Rapids is Beer City and a great home for the Michigan Brewers Guild Winter Beer Fest. Um, but year-round, there is a great way to experience our beer scene, too, and that is the Beer City Brew Passport. So this is an app that um, can be downloaded on your phone, and the concept is that you go to eight different breweries, checking in along the way, and then we've got a free T-shirt for anybody that does that and redeems. Um, this has been going on for years now, I think since about 2015 and we've given out over 25,000 t-shirts. So it's been a really successful program and it is still running and a really fun way to check out lots of different types of breweries all throughout um, the Kent County area.
2: Some people have said, um, we've, we've hit peak beer. Is that, is that true? Or are people still, is that still happening where more and more breweries are still opening up?
5: Yeah, we I would like still to are seeing, that, and we're that, seeing... That notion. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, but yeah, no, you know, it, it, if you look at all of the beer sold in Michigan, probably just uh, about or just under fifteen percent of it was brewed here. So uh, you know, I I firmly believe that uh, that twenty-five or thirty percent of all the beer consumed here could be brewed here, which would be twice the volume, and certainly there's room for a lot lot more. Little local pub breweries to open, so um, I I think that yeah. there is a lot of opportunity. Yes, the environment is getting more crowded, but there's still lots of opportunity for great breweries and fun breweries and terrific beers. Gotcha.
3: So this weekend, if I, if I'm heading out to to the Winter Beer Fest at LMCU Ballpark on Saturday, and it, it sounds like I'm, I might as well go. It sounds like a great idea, and I don't have any obligations. So what better way to spend a Saturday than doing this? Uh, how many breweries are going to be there, and do they have any special brews or, or concoctions made for this event specifically?
5: Yeah, I, I can't sit here and start to list them, but there are just over 120 breweries. They're all Michigan breweries, so uh, they come from as far away as the the UP and Southeast and Southwest West Michigan and all over the, the Lower Peninsula, so uh, they're... They're really coming from everywhere, and sometimes they bring some things that are special for the event. Uh, but there are certainly breweries that you can't get to uh, in your normal course of travels or whatever you're doing um, that you'll be able to get to right here, and there are hundreds of different beers.
2: Uh, Kate, real quick, uh, how do I download the Brewsader uh Passport? Is it on the App Store? How does it work again?
6: Yep, they're on the App Store for um, Android and Apple, or you can go to experiencejar.com. Slash Bruce Ader, and we've got all the download links there as well.
2: And of course, if you want tickets for the event, mibeer.com, 60 bucks in advance. If they don't all sell out, 70 bucks at the door. But don't risk it, do it in advance, get that, and get it ready for a great time 1 to 6 p.m. at LMCU Ballpark. And uh, yeah, it sounds like a blast. The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest coming up on Saturday. Kate Lito, Scott Graham, we really appreciate your time on this. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on the HUGE show.
5: Thank you very much, and
2: cheers. All right, cheers, there you go. Scott. Very good. Looking forward to that. And, oh, and with that, we're going to actually wrap this up and uh, and head to break. This is the HUGE show across Michigan.
0: Big. bad, HUGE.